0: I got this. I got this. I got it. A B C D (laughs) E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V. W, X, Y, and Z. Yes, I sang it from beginning to end. Yes, I did. You know what Miss Patty's gonna do? She's gonna do it again. Everybody sing. (laughs) Have you ever seen her do that?
1: Girl, all the songs in her catalog, and you
0: choose her Sesame Street. (laughs) Okay, okay, I had to back up, I had to back up, I had to back up. All right, here's, here's, so the other one I was deciding between because I mean, come on, you you that A B C And it's Sesame. cute. her A B her Sesame Street A B C, and then when is she because first she starts off by saying, "All right, Chrissy, you know, like I need you to get it right on that piano," and she got those Sesame Street Muppets going to church. By the end, like full A B C D E F G. Come on, it's every. It what was year every did me. she? What year do you think she did that? Like early '90s, t
1: maybe, or late
0: '80s? Uh, what a good question. I want to see. Yeah. good. One. Let's see, when was Patti LaBelle on Sesame Street? When was Patty LaBelle? It was, oh, I guess it was there.
1: Huh. On Sesame Street. Oh, I guess Street. she came back on there in 2019. She went back on there, too. Um, but I, no, but I think her original one was in the early 90s. Yeah, I'm, My no, guess no. is around, yeah, she, like, um, 1992 is my guess, around that time. Yeah. But what's interesting about miss patty labelle i was yeah like i saw her in concert either last year or the year before girl and she was still she still hit all the notes she kicked the shoes like i told you i'm a patty labelle girl even though i'm from detroit yes like i really me i
0: really that's my girl like from way back so the other side i was gonna do was all right when I feel like I'm loving, kissing, and hugging, I think about you. When my heart starts to burn and I get that crazy and mean, I think about you. I think about you, you, you. Oh, I think about you. Cause I heard that song late, and I love that song. I don't. Did she do that one in the verses? I can't remember. I don't. I don't, I don't think, think she did she do did that, that one. one. She didn't yeah. do that
1: one in the verses. Yeah. I. I have. It's interesting because she had hits like from the 70s all the way into like the night. Like she still had hits in like the 90s that were mm-hmm. on the radio. And then she played Dwayne Wayne's mom on a Different World. Like mm-hmm. she, and then plus with the ABC, she stayed relevant to like our generation, which is so interesting because I felt like
0: I mean, I'm not she gonna beca- lie. I mean, even the current, she became a meme because like you know the where my background singer is at. Like you know, people was like. <laughs> And then on,
1: yeah, and you know, on top of and then she like on top of that, like between then when her pies came out Mm -hmm. and they went, you know, they went viral and they were off the shelves in Walmart, like
0: you know, she never did any, she never did anything special for that 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 queen who promoted her pies, right? I think he he maybe got a free pie, but I always heard that she never really did it. (laughs) Oh no. but you know she's but she's been repping the gays for a long
1: like she's she always, has she, she's has. Been she said it on the verses she said time. i love
0: the gays i love the gay people way <laughs> back in the day oh she yeah was way you ahead of- are my friend i feel like that was like to us mm.
1: i yeah and i think um my favorite song of hers is if only you yes yeah, i said that. How much. yeah, I love that song. I, that's my favorite Patty LaBelle song, but I have, I, you know, it's so interesting though how she stayed. Like, I felt like Aretha, even like Diana Ross and, um, even some of the other girls, even Miss Gladys Knight, like they let like the 80s and they were like done with their, like their mm-hmm. careers in the 80s or at mm-hmm. least the, the core of their careers. And I, th- I feel like Patty LaBelle stayed current. Like, she went through the 90s. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get on a different world. I'm gonna do like, she stayed current so that Mm -hmm. i felt like our generation millennials and even some maybe even some generation z girls are like most familiar with her in -hmm. terms of all the divas like we know old diana ross songs and aretha songs r.i.p but like patty labelle is like almost like our Mm -hmm. our diva or our queen for our generation i that's how i feel
0: i don't know no i i think so too boss but um yeah and I mean I still remember that nasty green trench coat she wore for that um I don't know what she was singing for something for obama and where where she where she didn't she didn't say hi to Aretha, oh, but she looked so good. Oh, you remember what that that was like i that was his first i thought his yeah, first term i yeah, think it was his first term, yeah, yeah it Ooh, was like she it was so good.
1: it might have been like a kennedy Center honor, yeah I don't know, or something at the White House itself yeah but, yeah. Oh, I think so it was that's the why white House. Oh, so no wonder, they always used to shade each other. It was, like, so interesting, like, Aretha and Patti, how they used to shade each other and um in various kinds. Well, it was funny
0: like you were mentioning a different world. I think there was, like, or there was something, maybe it wasn't a different world. There was, I saw some clip going around where someone's, Aretha was going, like, she's like, I'm older than Motown, I'm older than this, or as old as this. And then they were like, oh, are you older than Aretha? She's like, oh, I'm not older than Aretha. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not because I think Aretha had like a year or two on Patty. They all
1: are around their late, like they're all around the late seventies, are though, they? Because Cause was, Patty
0: looks so good. I mean, she was up well, there yeah. moving. Uh, she stays more
1: current than the other girls, though. That's the thing about Patty Labelle. Keeps her young. She keep She stays more current. Like she'll be on. She'll be with Mar- hanging with Mariah Carey, and be on her Instagram. Like she just looks more current. Like even her wig and stuff was mm-hmm. more current. Her outfits. <laughs> he she's <laughs> She's kicking Louboutins. Like when she was on. She's like she had Louboutins on stage with her. Like she's current. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the other girls, like Gladys Knight and all them, they're okay with just being older ladies. Like, but Patti LaBelle is always trying to be newer and current. And I felt like that's it keeps her more relevant to me. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Cause I always used to say that like when Aretha Franklin was still alive and you know, I'm a Detroit girl and that's, that's my Detroit queen. But I used to say to my godmother, we used to talk about Aretha and Patty all the time in particular. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, I'd be like, why doesn't Aretha stay current the way Patty LaBelle does? Like, why doesn't she, like you know her her style like why is like i don't like Some why does girls she go, lead like, into
0: that age and they're like well i'm done that's just where i am let me just you take know, a and seat and i
1: respect that i oh. respect that too i think diana ross probably looks good for her age too she I, does. Seen her I feel like diana
0: ross is in the middle where she both kind of leans into her but she's also like you know she just i feel like there's a timeless quality to diana ross
1: i do say. too and she's a detroit girl too you don't know, actually live in the building that diana ross uh Ooh. Had an apartment in in the eighties, yes. Wow. And her mom used to live in my building
0: too. Well, you giving a lot away, girl. You giving a lot away. I
1: know. I'm, I mean, I don't. It's, what are the girls going to do? I'm not no real famous girl. No, but, you never know. <laughs> yeah, but like, so I, I'm still connected to Diana Ross in that way. But my grandmother absolutely hated Diana Ross.
0: It's so really crazy. And I, why? And I was
1: wondered if they like knew each other, if they were in the same neighborhood or whatever. And it wasn't even that. <laughs> she trying to steal one of her men. <laughs> She just, no, it just, she just never, she always felt like Diana Ross was overrated and didn't have talent. And she was always like, she always like stood for like Aretha and Gladys and Patty, Mm. but like not, but like not Diana Ross. It was Mm. so interesting. And Tina Turner is a girl we don't give a lot of, you know that the culture doesn't give as many props to, but Tina Turner's in that. Well,
0: before we even bring in another girl, we gotta at least give some time to Miss Gladys, cause she was there. I feel like we talk about everybody, yes. oh, but, yeah, yeah. so obviously we, I feel like we felt like Miss Patty wanted, just from the fact that she had, she, you know, her touch-ups with that. I don't know where she got that bear from. Let's yeah, that was fierce. Uh, that got her truck because she was like she wanted to feel like she was at a, con- you know, at one of her so- shows. So she had her her trunk with different heels on there, and when she had kicked off her shoes, um, <laughs> for um, what was it somewhere over the rainbow? She like she had another pair ready to go that she just put on mid-show. Didn't even go off set. um, but uh, yeah, there was um, yeah, Miss Gladys was good. I think Miss Gladys and was her nice. vocals, Miss Gladys, her vocals yeah. live were on
1: point. Mm-hmm. They're impeccable. She has such a low register. Like I, her voice is so. My, now my godmother always thinks Gladys Knight and Dionne Warwick. She always says like she, my godmother's in her 80s by the way, so she's like in a little even older than them. She's like in their age group kind of. She always says to her Dionne Warwick and Gladys Knight are the two classiest women of that whole generation mm. of divas like I she says that. those two whereas you know patty used to be a little bit more like campy and, i mean you know, used to still patty was out there and calling becumano.
0: someone a heifer on the show like patty still got that philly yeah. in her she got that yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah she got yeah. that hood you she know. does she, they were messing up her lyrics she's like y'all better fix these goddamn lyrics she's like <laughs> she didn't <laughs> yeah, but she's yeah. like y'all better fix these lyrics like we spoke we, we sung these songs a minute ago we, we don't remember these lyrics so Yeah, yeah, so but my but my
1: godmother's always like, Oh well Gladys Knight and Dion Warwick are so classy. But my thing is this, like, I didn't know who Dion Warwick was until I was in high school, other than the Psychic Friends Network, girl. Like, I didn't know any Dion Warwick songs. I didn't know her connection to Whitney Houston. Like, I just knew her, like, like when I was a kid, like, in elementary middle school, I know Dion Warwick from the Psychic
0: Friends Network. I still don't really know a lot of Dionne. I just know, like, Walk On By. Walk on by, baby, please.
1: Mm-mm. And then, um... Her other song is, uh, That's What Friends Are For. Oh, that is a Dionne Warwick. That's a Dionne, Warwick. And I didn't know that back in the day. I knew the song, but, like, as a kid, like, Dion Warwick was, like, the Psychic Friends Network
0: lady. Too. You're so hilarious. Like,
1: I know. I know. So, but girl,
0: go ahead. I'm sorry. So, at 10 minutes in... <laughs> Yeah, welcome I know. We were... to another episode of Two Save Queens. Where obviously we had to give some time to the Patty um, Gladys Versus. Um, this is one of the food places where you can find conversation about politics dicks, and how many guns you need for election night. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm joined by. Um, The girl who always stays ready, so she ain't gotta get ready, Miss Deborah Rowe. Always, (laughs) hey bitches, always ready. Yes, what's the tea, honey? Other than our (laughs) obviously having, and I feel like we're now into verse because we. I know you had said a lot of times on verses they don't sing, but the who was it you? Someone had told me that oh, those girls they get the memo because they were giving live vocals. They uh, were, yeah, because yeah. they
1: usually don't really sing live. But Miss Gladys Knight started the tr- like she was singing. Miss Gladys Knight was like, "I'm singing." Like I feel like track. Patty was singing too. I feel like they were both. Well, running, she started yeah. after yeah. she noticed Miss Gladys was singing? But Miss Glad, I don't. There was some tracks oh, where right. they, where Gladys Knight didn't. It was just the instrumentals, and she just sang. I felt like there were some tracks with just instrumentals, and she sang her full verses with those instrumentals. Yes, she did do
0: that. I think with Patty, a lot of times what they were doing was they would start it, and then they would turn it down so that she could sing over her tracks. Right. Although they were fucking her up with those lyrics, so that's why I think toward the tail end, she's like, I don't feel like doing this anymore, so I'm going to just listen to my song.
1: (laughs) And I think she didn't really, you know, because she goes so high that she wasn't necessarily, per- she thought they were going to just do the, you know, you think? Look, like, you think? I don't think she was necessarily prepared to sing a whole lot that night and Miss Gladys mm. threw her for a loop.
0: I think. Ooh. I do. But not
1: like um not to shade her or anything, just to like Miss Gladys just she thought she thought this is what we're doing. We're singing. I like, mean
0: I will say, you know, for as much as we talk about Patty being with it, I thought it was so crazy that, you know, Miss Gladys Knight was on you ever seen a Mass Singer where like different celebrities kinda like they were oh, in yeah, driving yeah. in costumes and they sang other people's songs. She was on there and she was so fierce. She was singing like she did like see a chandelier. Like, and it was so wild, I never would have thought it was Gladys Knight. And they literally were like, why are you doing this? You're Gladys Knight. She's like, you know, I just wanted to do something different and fun. And she's like... Good for her. Yeah, and she was wearing these, like, Stand really tight outfits, too. Like, these kind of, like, sleek bodysuits. Um, yeah, she See, did she's
1: it. And she, she you know, Miss Gladys Knight, like, she threw me a loop for a little bit. Threw me for a loop because she, for one, I thought for a minute she was trying to, like, sing that national anthem a year or two ago that she was trying to, like... Down, down the players who right. I remember you who, saying like, that. Who kneeled for the anthem, and I was like, "Ooh, she." I felt like she was saying, "We should all be standing yeah. for the anthem." She was that, t- but she's a Mormon girl too. She's a Mormon con- convert. Yeah. Like They're... her kids were Mormons, and then she converted mm. behind them, and that there was some tea. That's, she's some an there was some there was some
0: weird underlining pod like some. I mean, because you know Patty's a realist, but there were some moments where she was like it almost kind of felt like, oh, we just need to talk it out, or we need to, like, you know, remember that we're all human, and it's like, no, girl, sometimes we need to put some people down, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah, She wasn't, yeah, I think she might be missing this social
1: justice you and knows, civil but rights some of the girl, I mean,
0: but some of that, some She's of that generation lady, is though. just, they, they yeah. are the generation of, like, let's, you know, we gotta we gotta Respectability believe, we gotta team. even just, like, oh, we gotta believe that they aren't that as Christian bad that, that they are still our brothers and sisters. And we got to look beyond them and see, see Kumbaya tea.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Miss Gladys Knight does give a little bit of that. I mean, she kept talking about God and that's one. Wonder- I mean, she did. And that was, that was cute. Like I, you know, I give all glory and honor to God too, but she kept bringing God up. And Miss Patty was like, yeah, girl. Yeah. Miss Patty was like, oh girl, she's doing this religious yeah, tea. Girl. I could tell. She's Ms. like, Patty y'all just vote.
0: Like, just vote y'all yeah miss patty was like
1: <laughs> vote bitches like miss patty that's why she's the girl for me that's why she's just i just that's my girl like i i just i you know i that's my girl yeah. for the, from that you
0: generation miss patty that's she's the one for me yeah. i love it i think you're closer in spirit to miss patty yeah. for sure and girl but
1: girl i wanted to bring up like you know miss andrew Gillum, girl did you get to see yeah, any clips l- of the um, interview with
0: tamron tamron hall or i'm um, I'm not, no, no. I just, okay, okay. that whole I like, I saw the announcement and I saw it happen with his wife. It just was like, and I had to remember, I think you told me this too. You'd be telling me this. And I was like, oh, that man got like three kids. And I was like, wow, you about to at some point be old enough to know that your daddy got caught in a hotel with this white man. Yeah, yeah. But it just, not to say that she needed to disappear. I that whole thing was messy, but I was like, girl, this is a time for a comeback tour. Um, I don't know. How was it? I just was like, that whole story just, like me with, and I'm like I hope that girl got like a good like new 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 like um new new deal in place for like, okay, I'm gonna hang with you for a couple more years, you're gonna make sure you pay me out well, and then we're gonna part ways. I can't imagine. Well, never mind. Some sometimes black women be standing by these men, so
1: Yeah, yeah, sometimes they do. Like like uh Miss uh Eddie Long, R. I. P. that that passed mm. out of the man. And his wife kept going back and forth and then she ended up standing by him, but mm. You know he was a queen so, allegedly. So what do you doing anyway, for the but, um, interview?
0: Is he getting ready to? Um, is he? He's he, trying to come back. Yeah, he is. He's trying
1: to mount a comeback for yeah. sure. And I was listening to Funky Miss Funky Dineva, who I used to, you know, really feature. Ooh, Funky I Dyniva.
0: I've been mixed on her. So I thought she's yeah like a little much. Where you're like, well, right, you know, girl. but
1: her this her video on Andrew Gillum. I haven't really been following her that much recently, but I used to be a hardcore. Funky yes girl, you but were i was back 2011 <laughs> 2012 2013 see i was hardcore but you sh- i mean in the last seven or so years i haven't been as much but anyway i was watching her video mm-hmm. and she because she went to florida state and she was in tallahassee going to college at the same time as miss andrew Gillum, and she knew her back in the day and it was you know i guess it was common knowledge among the girls back in the day that miss andrew Gillum was messing around Women, you know, way back then. So I wouldn't be surprised. She, so, Miss Hunky Dineva alludes to the fact that RJ, his wife, knew, you know, already knew like she already was down mm. for the count. Like she was <laughs> down for the arrangement. Mm. And so that was just, you know, so it was just, it was just, I think it was more the fact that the way he and she's probably one of those women who's like, as long as you don't embarrass well, me, as long as you don't embarrass me, keep it. That went out and, the window, sis. Yeah. But I wonder I felt like I didn't get to see the whole interview because I don't know what channel Tamron Hall comes on in Detroit girl. I tried to find the girl but I didn't know what day was coming I was like I tried to I just saw Support it's not fully black online. Women, I know. Devereaux. I know, but like girl, know, it's it's really what, her I show is table. hard to find. It's hard. It's it's like it's hard That's, to find. I thought in it was
0: on a major now. Oh, okay, maybe it, it's, it's on a ABC, different.
1: It's It's distributed by ABC, but it's like it's not on the ABC affiliate in Detroit. And I really got it. it. I had,
0: okay. Yeah, I got it.
1: So anyway, it's syndicated. Anyway, <laughs> um, so the whole the whole interview is not yet available online. So I just had to look at clips and read takes from it. And the thing is, is like, and I do want to support Miss Tamron, but um, I just felt like I wonder if the drug issue. He talked about rehab and going to rehab. But I wonder if the drug issue was ever like a really fully addressed. I feel like the bisexual coming out as bisexual was like somewhat of a cover. And like, granted, I I'm appreciative to her like owning at least part of her truth. But like, girl, are you a meth girl? Like, are you are you a pills girl? Because I feel like there were pills in the room. Like, was there meth have... in the room? The uh, I believe yeah, police found methamphetamine, mm. and I think they found i know there were pill bottles in those pictures too like lots of pill bottles or at least lots of pills so um and dineva hit on that too like girl that was a lot of drugs in the room like are you but miss gillum i guess said she was just under the influence of alcohol she didn't take any drugs that night and maybe just the other girls did. and those look and, like
0: those girls who would be doing that kind of stuff like the girl she was with <laughs> She
1: also denied that she went there for any kind of sexual encounter, but Dineva called her out and said, "Girl, you know you was going there to fuck."
0: She a quest, denied God. that she was going. So was she going there to just hang out? with She some said she friends? was going to
1: hang out with some friends. She knew from way cool, back, but cool. he was in See, his I underwear.
0: I don't have time for that, girl. Yeah, All right, can we? So yeah, what, okay. Can we. Can you, move what else on. you got? What else you got to say? That's it. That's like, it. I, I guess my final question is: Do you think she's gonna make it? She's gonna spin this. She's,
1: I think she might be able to go back to like some local type politician. tea,
0: like, but what was she running tea. for? She was um, she was
1: the mayor. She was running for governor of Florida and lost. Mm-hmm. But she was mayor of Tallahassee and then Tallahassee City Council prior to that, I believe. And I think she could go back to being on like the way Marion Barry and D.C. He was mayor and then he had the crack episode and then he went back and got on city council. I think this girl could pull something like that because I think the black. You know, black old old black lady fish might hold Miss Andrew Gillum down and vote, vote him, and you know, not no statewide race because the white people and he's uh, done no. like yeah, on a big scale. On but that. yeah, but okay. I told you I met this girl and per- I met Andrew Gillum in person before the election in for governor in
0: Florida. Yeah. Now
1: motherfucker is fine in person. I'm gonna tell you, he
0: is, is he? fine because I
1: was looking he at really that
0: some of those photos he is handsome and he's okay. got he,
1: i like his whole stature his body he's a well girl i know man. you
0: got you know you got a chance honey i do i see
1: now i do because i didn't i didn't really clock her so much she was give. i didn't clock her clock her oh, back I'm then she gave in. you You're usually. she gave than queen that. energy but i was like i wasn't you looking weren't sure for that. Yeah. i wasn't looking for it because i just wanted her to win against that hillbilly racist down there mm. that they have for governor now yeah. who you know is a What's Trump his
0: name girl. ron desantis, DeSantis, DeSantis girl,
1: right. who you know got his whole state infected
0: uh, with son, yes yeah i wanted her to
1: win so i wasn't clocking for that but yeah that girl is she's a fine girl i she's handsome hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna lie
0: okay well keep me posted girl on the wedding invitations I, uh <laughs> <that girl. laughs> Well, I, uh, I want us to... Because we spent so much time talking about this, Patty yeah, girl. and I mean, Gladys. Let's uh, get into our main topic. Um, girl. We, I
1: mean, this is just... We could literally... You know, the girls... This is, this is some serious tea, but we could get this out in, in 15, 20 oh, minutes. Because y'all girls... Yeah. Just, it is what it is.
0: Just, girl, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just Just do do it. it. We ain't got to prep it. All right, girls, here it is, bitch. Get your fucking guns. We're not playing this time. We really telling y'all. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So, give the girls at least some context. (laughs) Well, so, okay, giving the girls some context. So, why y'all
1: girls need to get your guns? This isn't, this is not a game, okay? Well, obviously. Are you going to start
0: with, um, the Trump yeah, let's, Trump knowing the Bob Wood, Woodward. Yeah,
1: let's go back. Let's go, back. Let's, let's go back. back. let's start there. So, sure. yeah, obviously, you know, Bob Woodward, a long time, you know, reporter and uh writer in DC. He's the one who helped bring down Nixon, um, exposing Watergate. Like this is a old, old white man from way back, mm-hmm. right? From mm-hmm. from the sixties and stuff. But he's been interviewing and written written books, best selling books on every president. And he like is always trying to take a president down, Republican, Democrat, he's always trying to get you, right? <laughs> it's like he's that type of white man. Mm. So he's so Trump's dumbass gave him eighteen hours of interviews stupid like you know knowing how this man took down nixon and you know you ain't shit you know you're a corrupt motherfucker like how who like whose dumbass would give bob woodward 18 hours of interviews but girl and so obviously bob woodward got him on tape in february talking about how deadly COVID is you know how it's in the air and it's five times more deadly than the flu while trump was publicly he got bob woodward also has this on tape so he not only let Bob Woodward interview him. This Ms. DJT let Bob Woodward record, which is what <laughs> which, which, which what took Nixon down, right? But got him on tape on February, I believe, 7th or 8th, saying, yeah, this is deadly. This is five times more deadly than the flu. It's airborne. And yet to the public, when he would go up on a podium, Ms. DJT would talk about, oh, well, it's just the flu and it's the China virus and no it's need to worry, serious. no need to panic, because, of course, he was trying to keep the stock market from crashing. Mm-hmm. He... he ties his fortunes to how well the stock market is doing and he knew the stock market was going to crash if the girls started getting worried about covid which it you know it did anyway before going yeah. back up so
0: now ultimately the trump girls don't care Bingo. <laughs> but and that can lead us into why you think the girls really gotta need to get their gun <laughs>
1: because the girls don't care so because even on march 19th he bob woodward has him on tape saying oh i i played it down i always like to play it down because i don't want people to panic right so he lied to us right and that's on tape and that's nothing new because he's lied thirty thousand times or more to the american public according to i think the washington post fact checker counter the lie counter for djt But the girls don't care because his, his girl, his, all his supporters are saying, you know, well, he didn't want people to panic and that's what a good leader does. He did it for us. (laughs) They're like, they, anything he does, he could really shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and would not care. Especially if the motherfucker was black or Latinx. They would, they would like that he
0: shot that motherfucker, whoever it was.
1: Like. Self-defense.
0: They let that little white boy kill two other
1: white people. They sure did. In in Kenosha, Wisconsin, that little 17-year-old white boy so um so yeah so like they're down no matter what and the reason they're down is because they feel like trump is their last stand mm. is the for white america he mm. is the, he is the last stand for whiteness to be the dominant ideology the dominant force in america and if joe biden wins that You know, really, Joe Biden is just a front for AOC Mm -hmm. and for Kamala Harris Mm -hmm. and for the squad and for Bernie Sanders and the socialists and everything is going to get in and destroy and all the people of color are going to take over and the socialists are going to take over and the white people are doomed if Ms. DJT doesn't win. So no matter what DJT does, bad, terrible, treasonous even for this country, those motherfuckers don't care. They are down for him no matter what. You have to understand. He's their last stand. He he is their white savior, right?
0: And you've got every place, like whether you look at Fox News, whether you look at like Rush Limbaugh, whether you look at podcasts, you look at um, what's his face, um, Ben Ben Shapiro, Ben Shapiro. Uh, I was even thinking about what's that another other dude just got the Spotify deal? I'm blanking on his name. Oh, right now. Uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Even if just that idea, that question, that like you know, that suggestion that you're in danger, there's a threat, that fear. That fear ultimately is such a driving force more than logic, more than facts, more than information. Fear. Fear. Whiteness is
1: heavily, conservative ideology is heavily steeped in fear, in otherizing others, right? Otherizing LGBT mm-hmm. people. People of color, black people, like, otherizing us. And the ideology is steeped in fear. So for them, he could literally, they could uncover his tax returns and find out that he owes Russia $400 million. (laughs) And that's why he's always up in Putin's ass
0: and kissing his they po- still will be like, dick. but look at him. He's a, he's making international deals. <laughs> yes, yes. They will look justify how it no he matter is. what.
1: So, but let me. So this is why this is. So this is what this is leading up to. Josh mendelson who's CEO of Hawkfish, Hawkfish is a data and analytics firm, a democratic data and analytics firm funded by Michael Bloomberg, says that there's a possibility of a red mirage. On election night, where it looks like DJT, Miss DJT, uh, Donald J. Trump, has won an electoral landslide by 400 electoral votes. Okay, and we know there's 538 electoral votes total in the country. The person who gets to 270 wins. And they're saying that it could look like on election night because Trump's voters are they don't trust mail-in balloting mm-hmm. they're gonna go to the polls in person and vote that day and those votes are gonna get counted first before the mail-in votes get mm-hmm. counted that it's gonna look like trump has won almost mm-hmm. every state in the union except new york and california and, uh, and massachusetts
0: like now and s- go ahead oh i was just gonna say i did see a piece i think it was a new east piece newsweek piece that you shared with me that um kind of countered this and uh, Again, it was like a political. I don't trust any political strategy. Some of these political strategies, because I'm like y'all have been, y'all y'all have been in it so long that I feel like y'all don't really know how these girls are gonna act. But there was a piece that was like, oh, it's highly unlikely. But I mean, there's something there. Well, basically, like the idea is that certain states, like there are some states where um, you will you can find out. You can that so I think Florida I think it was one that I saw. Florida starts counting mail-in ballots even up before the election, but right, there are some states right. like I think Pennsylvania that doesn't start until after. Yes.
1: So. so yeah. So there was a Newsweek piece. So there was this this first sensationalist piece about the red mirage came out of Axios, where Josh Mendelssohn, that data firm guy mm-hmm. CEO, gave that interview to Axios, and then Newsweek countered with a. Um, Another gentleman who's a professor at University of Wisconsin who said, you know, that was a sensationalist piece and that was inaccurate and, you know, and and that there won't be a red mirage because some of the states, like you said, like Florida and Minnesota, some of the swing states will have counted their absentee ballots starting ahead of time before election mm-hmm. day but but like pennsylvania and michigan do not michigan where i live is not going to start counting their absentee ballots until election day in michigan which is a swing state which went for djt in 2016 but is definitely a swing state like it's trending toward biden right now but of course it's still a toss-up they cannot start until election day it's state law they cannot start counting those to election day and the secretary of state said that our Our votes will not be tabulated until, or finish, they won't finish counting our votes until Friday of election week, Mm. three days later. Mm. So there's going to be some days of uncertainty where it's not necessarily clear who won the election. Um, And yeah, Professor Barry Burton from University of Wisconsin said that, you know, the red mirage is unlikely, but the problem is he did, he did acknowledge, however, that in some states- like Pennsylvania and Michigan, which are, of course, key swing states, mm-hmm. that a red mirage, like where it looks like Trump has won in a landslide, is is p- still possible in certain states. Now, you
0: know? now even if this was a sensationalist piece, for me, I'm just kind of happy that it's making so much noise because maybe it's going to get some of these cable news girls who are so ready to just focus on this as like... Business for them as a fun game for them not to be so ready to say, oh, looks like Trump won- Trump's won. Close a book on it, right, um, right, right. So It'll, f- for them to be, you know, set that context a bit more. Like Miss Fox, Miss Fox, she's state TV. She's gonna do what she does. But <laughs> but you know. know what's
1: really interesting about her though? That was the night that Me- Meg Kelly was anchoring. It was 2012 when Obama won re-election, and and Miss Fox, they actually are usually one of the first. Whether it's Democrat or their, their decision room is usually one of the first to make political calls on who won an election. They do it like universally almost every year. More, in fact, sometimes I tune into Fox on election nights because they make calls way before CNN. CNN is usually the last. Like usually it's goes in the order of Fox, then NBC slash MSNBC. And then, like, ABC and then CNN is the last. So, CNN is the worst to watch on election night because they make the calls last. Like, it's actually good to probably tune in msnbc and then turn over to fox now and then to see what they're saying they called it remember when carl rove uh the assistant to george w bush the political advisor to george w bush had that meltdown in 2012 mm-hmm. when megan kelly and chris wallace mm-hmm. said that barack obama won re-election mm-hmm. because, fox called it first they called it before everybody they called it before the other networks did that obama had won re-election And so, and yeah, so I actually, I actually will probably tune into Fox for a minute on election night. Um, But again, like Florida, I'm again, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Michigan won't have, it'll be almost impossible for the news to call those states on that night. Like, and generally we have to realize it's the news networks that call the election on election night. It's not the states. The states don't certify till days later. It's never Mm. the states saying, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton won our state or Donald Trump won our state or Barack Obama Mm. won our state. It's the news organizations go by exit polling Mm. and they go by the returns that come in that night. Mm. And it's it's the news organizations. So they are put on notice that this is a possibility that Mm -hmm. the red mirage is real Mm -hmm. in certain specific states. But the thing is, is that they, at the end of the day, like. Their their calls are going to be delayed by the absentee ballots. They're used to calling election on election night. And they're not going to be able to do that. And so what does that turn into? Well, if it looks like DJT has won the election that night and then the next morning even, while they're still counting absentees in Pennsylvania and Arizona and Michigan and other states and Nevada, maybe even, then, of course, his girls are going to say, yes, we won the election. And then the results start turning on Wednesday, later in the day and Thursday, and then Friday all of a sudden Joe Biden is ahead three hundred electoral votes to DJT's two something. You know? Mm. And Joe Biden appears to be the you know, the president elect. What are those girls gonna do, Miss Miss Malachi? What are those <laughs> girls gonna do? What do you think?
0: They're gonna calmly accept the results and look forward to, you know, working with us toward making our country truly great again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: right bitch oh man okay
1: so clearly this is this is the potential for violence from the trump girls like they they think he's won the next day because he's ahead and by friday it's turned three days later and joe biden is ahead and he looks like he's the president-elect what is likely is that they're going to Try to encourage D.J.T. to to declare martial law, to use the insurrection act, to appoint a special counsel. You know Roger Stone, who was one of D.J.T.'s associates. We had a whole show about Miss Roger Stone. Who was
0: supposed to be in jail?
1: <laughs> he was supposed to be in jail, but was pardoned. You know, corruptly pardoned by Bill Barr and Donald Trump. Um, or commuted i can't tell which one she was but anyway she has, she's already gone on info wars on with miss alex jones and said that djt should declare martial law and use the insurrection act if it appears he's losing the election and that he should arrest mark zuckerberg tim cook from apple and the
0: Clintons. isn't that wild isn't, <laughs> isn't that, that wild, wild? <laughs> and then and oh, then Lord. michael
1: caputo who was a protege of of roger stone Michael Caputo. But Michael Caputo is not just a prote- protege of Roger Stone. He is a top spokesman for the Health and Human Services Department under mm-hmm. Donald J. Trump, who actually interfere- interfered with CDC weekly reports on coronavirus, which is unheard of that there's political inf- interference in the CDC report. So he's taking some flack for that. Uh, totally corrupt. Uh, but he actually went and um, he actually he actually posted some conspiracy video and made claims that CDC scientists are trying to take Donald Trump down but mm. also that if Donald Trump if Donald Trump doesn't win re-election or that if we don't as liberals and progressives don't accept his election that that the all the red girls all the all the Trump girls and the Republican girls that they should they should use all their guns get all their ammunition and and get to the streets mm-hmm. And he's telling the red, the conservative Ugh. girls, the Trump girls, that yeah, it's time for violence. So so that's what the that's what the that's what the red girls, that's what the conservative and the Trump girls and the racist white supremacist girls, that's what they're ready for. They're ready for this fight.
0: The gun sales are up, girl.
1: They sure are. They sure are. And it's interesting because um it looks like DJT's campaign is already getting ready to rally his girls he's he and his allies are using the prospect of a red mirage to prepare a betrayal narrative in november that that the thing was rigged and that he really Mm -hmm. won and that they
0: stole it from him he's getting ready to rile his girls up i mean technically i i would argue he's already been doing that like he's been saying that like by planting the seeds that like mail in voting which has been around since the civil motherfucking war that, that mail in voting is corrupt the, the thing he does himself he and his family does himself that is corrupt and you can't trust it and that he's he literally has already said they're trying to steal the election like he's already said it so i think just by constantly playing this he's banging that drum over and over again it creates this truth in people's minds, this sense of distrust that I think is gonna be really hard for people to take. Like, am I saying definitely, girl, we got our race civil war here? I don't know. I'm not gonna say that. I don't Mr. everyone might have a different viewpoint, but I think that it's just clear that you just gotta be ready because it <laughs> you don't know what's gonna yeah. happen. Cause I think it just doesn't there's just been already conservative girls are they just become conspiracy like those girls don't wear masks they don't they don't they don't trust the pandemic they just they're already you know black Lives matter is antifa like they already are believing these conspiracy theories to the point where there are people going out and shooting people and killing people and murdering people so and you know they have guns in
1: bulk the conservative girls have guns and ammo in bulk and we need to have guns and ammo in bulk and i think i don't think it's a guarantee of a civil war or a race war and i don't even think this per se is going to be a strictly race war like yeah the the other side is going to be almost all white for sure but like the liberal progressive side is going to be a mix of uh black latinx white people it's like it's going to be a uh like a big tent on the liberal side, but do we have enough guns and ammo girl in case, in case it goes down? Like, do you girls have weapons at home in case it goes down? Like, I'm not encouraging us to be out in the streets and to, but if the, but if, if those girls are starting to come down from the, from the hillbilly suburbs and exurbs into Detroit, into Los Angeles, into Manhattan, into Atlanta and into Chicago and start, you know, Trying to do an insurrection in the streets, girl. Do, are y'all girls ready to defend your home mm. in your streets if those girls come down, the Trump girls, and and act out? So you have to be ready for that. I'm I'm not trying to be a scaremonger, but I I think the girls <laughs> a little need bit. to be armed. <laughs> but I think you need to be prepared. I was like I was prepared for Corona. I was the one that the girls all came to for a mask. <laughs> you were the one. You were the one. That
0: I was like, hey, girl, could you send me an extra mask? <laughs> I was that girl. Hey girl, you While got was... some hand sanitizer. This girl had bulk hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer for days, bitch. I was so... shipping
1: hand sanitizer and Tylenol to to Corona Girls. Yes, in New the girls.
0: I remember you telling me that the girl couldn't even. I get shipped medicine. you some mask. I shipped you some
1: mask in L.A. Girl, like uh, okay, you have to call me out could... there. <laughs> Yes, you did. Send I, me some shipped, I shipped a Corona yeah. girl some pills, some Tylenol in New York to get her fever down. I shipped another girl hand sanitizer and mask in New York. Like I had the canned food ready. I had, so,
0: but I can't. She can't ship y'all guns, so yeah, I can't. I can't.
1: That's against the law, girl, and that's against all kinds of federal and state laws. So no, girl, y'all have to get your own guns and ammo, like, and be ready yeah. just in case you don't know what. The Trump girl. And granted, maybe you're safer in LA, in New York, in those
0: super. So it's worth saying things. that, like, you know, you living in Detroit and knowing the relationship between, like, Detroit is, like, the bl- black, the city, black people in the city versus, like, the white kind of sub or even, like, the outer yes. white people in is the a outer, bit outside
1: of yeah. metro Detroit, like, way up and deep up north and stuff. And the Atlanta girls have the same issue that the Detroit girls do. Oh. and the philly girls have the same but yeah that but they, that's what i was about to say like
0: i mean philly you think of as like a liberal city but those south philly girls like they were out there walking around with bats and shit when things were getting heated so
1: and then outside of philadelphia and Pins- pittsburgh you're in Pennsylvania, girl like mm. pennsylvania is Pennsylvania. like yeah like outside of in pittsburgh so yeah like, philadelphia the, is
0: known for like philadelphia the city is known for being very liberal and blue but then everything around it being very red once you like, yeah. get out of the city
1: yeah and once you get in central and in western and northeastern pennsylvania yeah girl smt so like y'all girls in all these cities and red states and even in la girl those orange county girls those ventura yeah, yeah. county girls
0: they are some. They can be something else. Girl, those desert yeah. girls. I mean, we had can, some girls who I think we got. Some, we had some lynchings. Like for all intents and purposes, just like an hour west of LA, hour east of LA. So,
1: I mean, and they're playing with fire <sighs> if they come into LA or they come into Detroit or they come into Chicago. Those they are playing with fire. Those Trump girls if they come and try to act out in in our big cities, but hasn't You just them. don't know. It hasn't. You don't know because. And so I just think before this election if miss djt loses, i'm more scared like if she wins re-election i actually think okay the liberal and progressive girls will protest but they're and there may be a cup, a, a little bit of looting and rioting whatever it won't be i think if miss djt loses is where we run yeah. into the violence issues mm. i think her girls are the violent they call us uh rioters and looters girl <laughs> wait till we see when their white savior goes down <laughs> you know where she she doesn't get reelected. Let's see what those girls do. It's gonna it's gonna. I I think they're gonna whatever our rioting and looting, looting was like. Whatever our version of that was, girl. I think theirs is gonna be ten times worse. I do. I do. Yeah, I
0: agree. Um, now I'm curious, girl, if you could see a reality where Biden actually just blows Trump out of the water. I don't think that's realistic because this girl survived this far like i can't believe how close these poll numbers are but you know yeah. worth asking do you, s- do you see that reality i don't see a, a
1: huge biden landslide i think w- even okay here is the possibility there could be an electoral college landslide for biden but it's gonna be a, it's gonna be interesting i think the margins in the swing states are still gonna be very tight like let's say biden does win michigan pennsylvania you know, Arizona and even North Carolina and possibly even Florida that will his, his electoral landslide will be a big one, almost like the Obama ones in 2008 and 2012. Yet the margins in those swing States will be smaller. And so the girls in the swing States in Michigan and Pennsylvania and Arizona, the Trump girls are still going to be mad because Mm. Biden is just squeaked out in those States. Mm. And there's a, there's a group, there's a coalition on the left Uh, that i read about in the daily beast it's called fight back table and they're preparing for this violence from the right from the trump girls they're preparing in secret like they're making contingency plans for like what the left is going to do legally and and in, in terms of organizing if the right comes out and they're violent because they're mad about djt uh losing and they say that the only way to avoid that kind of violence if if Biden does have an overall landslide, like, an electoral college landslide, but also, like, blows him out in the popular vote in all of those swing states, too. So, like, where he doesn't win in Michigan just by two points, so he wins in Michigan by eight points. Or in Pennsylvania, he doesn't win by one point, he wins by ten points in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Then it's less likely we see violence from the Trump girls, because yeah. they're like, okay, this motherfucker really, our white savior, he really did lose. Like, we're we're... You know, but otherwise, one or two points they're going to say it was fraud, it was rigged, it was stolen mm. and even if and even like I said, even if the electoral college shows Biden won by decent numbers and the popular vote margins because of New York and California show Biden won by the popular vote by seven eight million votes, like if the swing state margins are slim, it's the potential for violence mm. from the trump girls. It
0: really is well, just to wrap this one up, um I'll just say. I'm going to get me a gun. I'm going to do it. I hate... It sounds weird even literally saying it. But um, I'm going to take your word on this one and just have something. Take my word, girl. <laughs> when,
1: have
0: I, <laughs> when have I failed you yet? When I haven't led you astray girl, yet, girl. Remember my, that one time? That... <laughs> just kidding. Which one time, we, girl? We'll t- take it off. Like... <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> no, but I think you... um be be we, ready we live in, we to live protect in scary. your home we live in scary t- like, it's not about it's not about having that gun to actually go out there and go shoot some white people <laughs> i mean yeah we not, not advocating we're not promoting that, that. Uh, i'm not. We're advocating i want you to be able to protect your secure. home yes,
1: protect your so. home protect your block protect your home Don't let the Confederate flag girls with the pickup (laughs) trucks come and shoot up when they're AR-15, shoot up your whole block. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they're necessarily gonna do that, but I'm, it's a possibility if they, if they're mad enough about Trump losing, it's a possibility. Be armed, be ready to, to go. If those girls are about that life, like, you gotta be about that life. Mm. So, don't, don't start none.
0: Don't start nothing, but be ready to finish. Hey, them, you if know. you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. You ain't, ain't got to get ready. <laughs> okay. Exactly. End it right there. Um, yes. Ooh. Yeah, you did that, girl. Uh, <laughs> so give us some snaps, girl. Pick us up. Pick us up. Pick us up. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I actually do want to dedicate my snaps, my two snaps. To Miss Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight, but also to Miss Dionne Warwick who came through. You know, we
0: got out of that crib. She got out of that we crib. She got out that crib.
1: <laughs> we sleep on Miss Dionne Warwick, but you know, that's, that's Whitney Houston's cousin or auntie or you got to get, give her her respects. And she was, she, I guess the girls, I guess the old, some old ladies told me, you know, she was one of the first crossover artists where the white people used to listen to Dionne Warwick back in the sixties. Like, um, because she used to do a show, or used to do a a set of numbers with Burt Bacharach, and had some crossover hits. So yeah, let's pay our respects to mm. all three of those these divas: Patty
0: LaBelle, Gladys Knight, and Miss Dionne Warwick. Yeah, yes. it was a great. Uh, it felt like every everybody was watching that versus It was one. It's gonna be a hard yeah. one to top. Like Brandy and Monica was good, but I think this was like this. Was yeah, up. it was so. healing for us too. I think I
1: think we're just in such a tough time. Like. With, you know, black people killing police and fascism and government and the coronavirus killing us. Like, we got a lot going on. I think this was this was something we needed. Our community really needed this. (laughs) Thanks, Miss Tim Cook.
0: Thank you, Miss Tim Cook. Yeah you said black people killing police oh black uh, people
1: killing. did i say black people killing police yeah, i meant to say but it's oh, both girl, happening
0: <laughs> bitch i don't even i'm not even yeah up, we are not I, we uh, we don't even talk about those <laughs> lapd girls they survived no no i meant so.
1: co- co- police killing black people i guess it is yeah. happening the other way but girl i'm not focused on that yeah. police
0: killing the black people nationwide yeah that's what i meant yeah. to say sorry thanks for coming um, so that's our show Follow us on social media at Two Save Queens. Uh, Miss Devereaux has been doing some great work on the IG. Did you save that story? You did or that like thread you did on Melania because you had a. I, I did on my personal page. I'll um, put it. You know
1: what? I'll do it. I'll do it though. On the I'll do the whole thing on the Two Save Queens. Uh, it on the story. It yeah, was cute. It.
0: it was a harrowing. Like she really got into her inner dialogue. Um. I so I'm really looking forward to when we when we do our Melania episode. <laughs> i'll post it
1: you know what i'll post it on thursday after the chance the girls have the chance to listen to the show on wednesday i'll post it on thursday on the two same queens account
0: um don't forget to rate us and review us on the preferred podcast of your choice um we've still got some exciting things um coming up one of them got delayed and it's my fault but i'll talk about it next week (laughs) um but I hope y'all stay safe, healthy, and saved out there. Um, with that, Mr. Debra do you have a final word for the children?
1: Yes, girl. Okay, so Ms. Brianna Taylor's family settled a civil suit with the mm-hmm. city of Louisville. Mm-hmm. Multi-million dollar settlement we're hearing. But girl, do not let that be a distraction to the fact that the cops who killed her have still not been arrested and charged, girl. So you gotta yes. keep on that Black Uncle Tom, Kentucky Attorney General <laughs> Daniel Cameron... Keep on his case about you know charging those cops who who killed her because money's not going to bring Miss Brianna Taylor back. Sure won't. We got to stay on it. We cannot let the civil suit victory distract us from mm-hmm. you know getting justice in her memory. Like we have to get justice for Brianna Taylor. Yes, thank you for that, girl.
0: Yes. <sighs> All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye, girls. <laughs>